In today's Threading Thoughts, we discuss the FMCG industry and how the pandemic has thrown it multiple challenges. Fast-moving consumer goods, FMCG sector, is India's fourth largest sector with household and personal care accounting for 50% of FMCG sales in India. Growing awareness, changing lifestyles and a much easier access have been the key growth drivers for this sector. Big data explosion has enhanced the ability to acquire, store and process data. However, the pandemic has introduced challenges in supply chain, distribution and storage. Technological solutions might be the key to solving sourcing and logistics hiccups and address the imbalance in supply and demand, especially in the dairy industry. Rakesh was born in a small town nestled in the Himalayas in Himachal Pradesh. He is an FMCG industry expert, having over three decades of rich hands-on experience in leadership roles with exposure to Asian, Middle East, African and European markets. He has worked with many brands including GlaxoSmithKline, Nestle, Amul, Kuwait Dairy Company, Unikai Foods Dubai, Open Country Dairy New Zealand, Parley Agro, among others. Furthermore, Rakesh has consulted various projects in India and overseas and has also served as an advisor mentor for new startups. He has spearheaded and developed multinational teams, launched new products and packaging and transformed loss-making businesses into profit-making ones. In addition, Rakesh has chaired technical sessions and instituted new thinking through talks at events such as TEDx conferences, economic times summits, academic university events, panel discussions and other FMCG conferences internationally. So glad to welcome uh, Mr. Rakesh Kumar for the Threading Thoughts uh, podcast for today. Thank you so much, Rakesh, for joining us. It's so sweet of you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, so uh, thanks, Ms. Mridila, for having me here today. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here today. Uh, we can start, uh, I think, now. Sure, sure, absolutely. So um, the one question that uh, I think a lot of people sort of have in the back of their minds is should marketers focus on being consumer-centric alone? Uh, because how important then is increasing product shelves lives, the supply chains? There's a lot of these back-end processes that we might not be aware of. So is it only con consumer and customer-friendly? Is there something behind that we are missing? Yes, of course, I mean, uh, consumer-centric is a very much important part uh, and particularly during this pandemic, uh, uh, we were not able to connect with the consumers face-to-face. Uh, -face. So we were trying to connect with the digital platforms and all. But at the same time, what I, what I feel is, I mean, we need to be innovative and creative also. For example, uh, when the pandemic starts, People were looking, people were scared and people were looking for the products with the health base to improve the immunity. So means their new offerings uh, were expected by the consumers from the industry. Uh, uh, if I say consumer centric, uh, for example, Amazon. Amazon is doing a very good part uh, on the consumer centric part. Starting from ordering the things to uh, getting uh, the orders in case of any quality issues, returning the product getting your payment back and all. So it's a very, very good exposure they are giving to the consumer. So they are very, very consumer centric. However, for example, Coke and Pepsi, they're also very uh, consumer centric. 
but uh, uh, during this pandemic people are scared to uh, to uh, use the more sugary products or uh, if they are not healthy yeah so people will go so people will look for the healthy products so definitely and the marketers need to focus on the more offerings based on the requirement of the consumers absolutely and what about you know thinking about these supply chains or shelf life so all of these are packaged products right so uh, what is it that you think uh, has to be put in more thought for those is that something that's very important especially in times of lockdowns where you know things products stay on the shelves longer only because people are not walking into stores so is that something of a concern um, that should be addressed as well yes definitely first of all supply chain and uh, the shelf life uh, in, uh, both are important and both go hand in hand for example uh, we were buying apple only during the season earlier i mean if you go back couple of years back we, the apples were available only during the the uh, season only but with the improvement in the supply chain having the cold storage and also and better uh, supply chains the product is available throughout the year now right it's just one example similarly for example uh, uh, why it is important is to have the more shelf life product and better supply chains is because uh, globally there is a wastage of around 1.6 billion tons of food every year and which is costing around 750 billion dollars uh, loss to the society and uh, so i mean and at the same time population is increasing uh, as per the un uh, data i mean we are going to reach 9.7 billion population by 2050 means 70% more food is required to be produced so we need to control the wastes at the same time we need to produce more food without impacting the natural resources because that is creating another issue of global warming and all right so that's why i mean improving the shelf life and improving the supply chains will help us in improving the gap on this so for example i'll just give you one example of milk uh, i'm from the dairy industry so milk is always a <laughs> very good product it's a complete food uh, earlier we have only the fresh milk which is just two days shelf life if you don't consume in the second day it, it is going to be spoiled but now the products available with six months shelf life ust long life milk which is which you can uh, store at a normal temperature no refrigeration is required i mean any uh, chai wala or and all these people they they prefer these products because they don't need, they don't have the storage capacity or the refrigeration uh, system so these products are available and that's why we are able to save the milk for a longer period so in my view supply chain and shelf life both play important role exactly and actually as you correctly mentioned i'm more over around these black swan events right so this particular pandemic uh, perhaps this year very interesting new trends of marketing evolved were some of these evident in the dairy industry as well yes definitely uh, always these black swan events they happen sometimes and uh, uh, always there are new innovations or new trends always comes from these events for example there was a uh, 2008 there was a recession so lot of new raw materials lot of new uh, new products uh, where we can reduce the cost or we can improve uh, give the same quality and uh, give the similar uh, products to the consumers 
by reducing the cost and by maintaining the quality similarly here in the pandemic the marketing focus on the immunity or health based products so a lot of uh, new learnings new products digital platforms comes e-commerce got a presence although it was already available but it was available in the dairy sector also for example uh, we lost uh, uh, e-commerce services uh, at a mool but other small players also they started using the e-commerce right. services because it was very difficult to uh, reach the customers moreover the supply chain uh, uh, the modern trade was very much impacted during uh, you know the this pandemic uh, hotels and catering services they were right. closed so the product has to be uh, delivered to the households of the people so the shift there was a marketing shift from the Uh, modern trade to the consumers straight away at their homes so there were changes in the supply chains there were changes in the marketing strategies there were changes in the e-commerce and users of e-commerce to give facility to the customers so that they can uh, order online they can pay online so the, the these were the the uh, benefits and secondly the uh, the buffers earlier we were working on the inventories i mean we don't want more inventory we don't want the buffer capacity right But now with this pandemic the people the industry over having uh, some stocks they were able to deliver the products immediately during the lockdowns because people were not available uh, there were some spare parts issue some packaging materials were not available so the companies over having some of the products in the stock they were able to supply the market immediately so those thoughts earlier age old thoughts have become uh, important now so these are always the learnings from these black swan events very interesting because as you correctly said uh, you might try to reduce your stock or your storage capacity you would just want it to you know be a smooth transition from production to delivery but given these kind of impactful uh, events you will need some backup and for a lot of people who might not have access to it if you're able to deliver it that's all that matters to the the customer at the end that they got the product without any hassles and i'm sure a lot of them were also concerned about the packaging as far as you know especially for covid virus transmission sanitation and those were additional hurdles that you know this uh, industry had to face per se so you know um, how did uh, a traditional sector perhaps or a conventional fmcg uh, sector embracing technology not particularly to the pandemic but generally as well yeah i mean the fact is that the to be competitive you have to adapt some of the technology nowadays this is the trend and uh, if you see uh, all over the places not only the dairy industry or the food industry even education or uh, any small small things there everybody is trying to adapt the technology correct uh, in the traditional sector for example the kirana stores now Mm. even they also started monitoring their uh, uh, inventories they also started uh, uh, also started their uh, e billing uh, even the sabji wala and the doodh wala also they started their paytm services you know right. so you can pay by through the paytm so our technology adapting adaptation is going to happen definitely and it is increasing on day to day basis and secondly the companies uh, small companies or the small vendors who cannot afford I mean, there are services available. They can take the leverage of the companies. For example, Amazon is supporting the sellers, so they can give the analytics 
to the sellers and they can based on the analytics based on their inventories levels they are uh, based on the consumers uh, buying behaviors they can keep the inventory they can uh, add on uh, the new products and they can serve the customers very well so definitely i mean it's increasing day by day and uh, you must have seen that even uh, the uh, use of artificial intelligence and uh, blockchain it is coming in the food industry because to uh, help the uh, tra tracking of the for example the supply chain vehicles right uh, the deliveries yeah so blockchain is being used in the, in that scenario even the efficiency improvements even the gap analysis so those are the things which uh, which are being done and more traditional i would say in the in our industry is uh, the farmers for example for the farmers it's very difficult to uh, track the health of the their cattle uh, when they are ready uh, for the pregnancy is there any problem in getting the milk from the cattle so even there is a there are many platforms are coming for example i am recently connected with the brain wide company it's a kerala based company they are into uh, a service it's all artificial intelligence based sensors based so just with one tag on the kettle you can track all the information about the health of the kettle uh, what is the feeding scenario what is the pregnancy when it is going to come in the heat so all those things the farmer can get it on the uh, small uh, his uh, mobile phone and there is a veterinary service so there is a 24 by 7 veterinary service also available for the farmer which will help them to take the actions immediately and reduce the cost so i mean even the more traditional which is we we feel that it is in the villages and it is the farmers so that is also going to happen now and it's fascinating how much this these technologies have actually made inroads right uh, into everything that we do it's not just uh, um you know packaging and supply chains blockchain is, has become i think quite ubiquitous in supply chain management uh, and and yeah. it's quite used uh, quite well uh, transportation uh, chips uh, you know embedded in uh, different transport vehicles perhaps can track or even the cartons themselves can track uh, how fresh they are or uh, you know yes. um, how old they are or is there an issue with the discoloration they're absolutely amazing and uh, i think um as you correctly said this is something amazing for the dairy industry as well to uh, monitor the health uh, of a cow um, you know or the cattle uh, just so that you know you you get the best produce and that way the customers yes. also comfortable with that that the quality has been maintained throughout but um yeah. these are all amazing but i'm i'm it would really be useful if you could um, sort of you know elaborate on the reaction of the food and beverage industry uh, particularly during covid and now that we have a new normal post covid i mean things are not going to get back to what they were before um things have moved on and things have changed so some of the lessons that you might have learned from the pandemic as well yeah so initially when the pandemic comes and uh, uh, there were lockdowns and there were curfew in certain areas so initially there were a lot of uh, uh, issues on the manpower people were scared to come to the factories even the supply chains were impacted because government uh, they, they highlight some of the restrictions but they were not clear and later on they allow the uh, the essential services however we we faced a lot of issues for example uh, when the truck is coming with the milk they allow but when it is coming empty 
after uh, getting the milk in the factory so they were not alive because there were miscommunications or you can say the lack of information at the uh, ground level so it took us initially some time to adjust to that uh, the environment and to take uh, the government uh, help and everybody has supported the best thing was everybody was very supportive during this period and uh, so we were able to do that also for example uh, uh, the hygiene standards they improved a lot everybody start washing the hands right in my 30 years in my 30 years of career in uh, uh, the food industry or dairy industry we were always asking the people to wash their hands before entering into the factories but nobody whenever there is a camera or somebody is watching they always use to wash the hands but uh, otherwise they were just avoiding it but now with this pandemic it was a good learning and everybody has started using it and it has benefited us also so in controlling the contamination or cross uh, uh, contamination so the, these are some of the things and secondly uh, the supply chain teams because most of the sales or marketing teams they were working from home only the factory people or the supply chain people they were on the front and uh, so they also got the importance this time earlier only the sales and marketing people they are they, they feel very important in the industry because the marketing they bring the orders sales they supply the products so always they are they are driving the factories or they are driving the business but this time supply chain teams they did a good job excellent job st- uh, staying together working together ensure the products with right quality right quantity reach the customers in a right time so that was a learning and uh, also uh, i would say uh, Uh, while working uh, for the health based products or the immunity based products because that was the need of the consumers so at that speed earlier it used to take 6 months to 1 year to pr- launch a product but this time it was very fast because all the stakeholders they worked together and everybody was involved in that so we were able to launch the products in a very short time and uh, uh, this helps a lot helps the organizations to supply the humanity based products to consumers at a very uh, less time so that helps a lot and going forward if there is such a perhaps not covid but any other shutdown or you know lack of transportation uh, how is the industry understood that and worked around it yeah see every 100 years is always uh, some pandemic comes and uh, we face we face issues we uh, took the challenges we uh, ready make the things ready for that to handle that but later on we forget <laughs> but this pandemic <laughs> but this pandemic i think uh, uh, it will be uh, considered as a memorable event of the future also uh, in the future also because there's so many learnings from this pandemic and uh, uh, there were so many there are so many changes going to happen in the supply chains in the factories for example in the smart factories now we are thinking of uh, building a smart smart factories having social distancing or new skills or people they used they, they need to wash their hands as, at the entry or i mean there are so many things we need to adapt while addressing the new new factories or new supply chains so lot of i mean learnings from this pandemic definitely will will support in the future also 
Unbelievable, and I, I hope so too, because uh, it has affected uh, the livelihood of so many, not only farmers, but also, you know, uh, dairy farms and others as well. And the sustenance for a lot of people depends on that. So that's absolutely amazing to see. But thank you so much for spending time with us, going into detail on so many of these new efforts that has been happening and some of the new initiatives that have been happening as well. So um, I'm, I'm really glad that you were able to take this time off and uh, share your expertise. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me here.